Hello everyone. Falcha, welcome to the Incomparable History of Ireland podcast. This show is to share the richness of this ancient island. It's Michelle Lauren. I am Lauren, your host on this journey through the stories of this Emerald Isle. I represent the Clan Nagel of Delaware, an Irish society for the education of Irish language, history, and culture. This episode, we're headed to the King Cycle, the last cycle of Irish mythology. And the story I'm going to share with you is so exciting. It's the story of Niall of the Nine Hostages, one of the greatest kings in Ireland. And he is the basically the founder of the O'Neill clan, the last real rulers of Ireland. And DNA testing has shown that he has quite a few descendants. So let's get started. The High King of Ireland at this time was Eogan. His wife was beautiful, dark-haired Monkfin. She had four sons with King Eoch, Brian, Alil, Fergus, and Fiaca. But Eoch was in love with someone else. He had a hostage he had taken from the King of the Saxons. She was named Karen, and he fell completely in love with her. But Monkfin hated her. She made Karen carry the water from the well for the whole household, all by herself, and everyone was so afraid of the queen that they were afraid to even look at her or talk to her. So they all turned their faces away when they saw her. Karen found out that she was pregnant with the king's child, and Monkfin made her work even harder in hopes that she would miscarriage, miscarry and lose the child. She was strong, though, and trudged through, and one day, on the way to the well, the birthing pains came over her, and she gave birth to a son there in the grass. She was so afraid for her child if Monkford found him, she picked up her water bucket and carried the water back to the house, not even touching the baby boy. No one else would either would dare touch him either. Everyone was too afraid of the queen. A poet called Torna saw the baby in the grass and ravens circling around it to eat him, and he picked him up, shooed the birds away, and when he had the baby in his arms, he had a vision. He suddenly knew who this child was and knew he would grow up to be the greatest king. He was going to be the king who held the kingship unopposed, and all of his descendants after him would be kings of Ireland. So Torna decided that no matter what the queen had to say about it, he was going to take this boy in and raise him in secret. He named the baby Niall and raised him and educated him, and he didn't let him near Tara until he was fully grown and of an age to take the throne. When Niall was older, Torna and Niall traveled back to Tara. The first person Niall saw was his mother, still carrying buckets of water back and forth from the well. He went over to her and told her to put the buckets down. What are you doing dressed in rags, he said, when you are my mother and I am the king of Ireland's son? 
She protested that the queen would object to him elevating her, but he took her aside and dressed her in a purple robe and gave her a high seat. Purple was a color only for royalty back then, and they were only, uh, you, you wouldn't see any normal person wearing the color purple. And so it was validating his, his mother's royalty and his, his own. The queen was furious, but Yekut was delighted to see his son that there was rumors about. Everyone in Tara was thrilled because they all loved the king and Karen and hated Monkfin. It didn't hurt. He was beautiful, brilliant, athletic, and had a noble air to him. Mungfin realized she could could do nothing against him, so instead, Mungfin demanded that Ieka choose an heir from among his sons right there and then. She was sure that he would choose Brian or one of her sons because, after all, this young man Nile was a stranger, and he had known her sons all their lives and raised them. But Ieka really didn't want to choose. He didn't want to make a rash decision, so he asked his druid, Sithahin, to give him a test to find out which was suitable to be the next king. Sithahin told the five sons of Ieakad to go into the forge and make weapons for themselves, and that they would be judged accordingly. But as soon as they were in the forge, he closed the door and set it on fire. The real test was to see what they would save from the burning forge. Brian came out first carrying a hammer. And the druid pronounced that this meant Brian was a strong man and he would be a fighter. Fikra carried out a cask of beer. This meant he would hold beauty and science of all the people. Alil carried out a chest of weapons, which meant Alil would be the man to take vengeance for the people. And then Fergus came out with a bundle of kindling, which mean that he was withered or impotent and he would have no children. Niall came out last carrying the anvil. The druid announced that this meant that he was solid anvil for all the people and he was the one who should be king. Monkford, she was a bit livid, would not accept this judgment. She told her sons to fight amongst themselves and when Niall came to break it up between them, to kill him and make it out that it was an accident and done in the heat of the moment. They started a quarrel and then started fighting, and Niall was about to get up and go over to see if he could make peace between them. But Torna stopped him and said, let the sons of Ica solve their own dispute. Now, even though the druid had pronounced which of the sons of Ica should be king, Mungfid would not let this be publicized. A while had passed and all the five sons of Ica went out hunting. They ranged far away from home and hunted through a part of the country that none of them had seen before. They caught some game and made a fire to cook what they had killed. But when they had brought no water with them, and after they were eaten, they were struck with a powerful thirst. They sent the youngest, Fergus, to go out and get water. He looked high and low and could not find anything. At last he came along a well. 
barring his way, was a woman. She was no ordinary woman. She was a hag. She had long, skinny limbs that were crooked, and her skin was spotted with disease and black dirt. She had fingernails so long that they curled under in the dirt beneath them, mossy teeth that stuck out at all angles like gravestones, and hair that was greasy and coarse as a horse's mane. Fergus plucked up the courage to ask this fearsome creature if he could have a drink of water from the well, and she said, yes, you may have a drink from the well if you give me a kiss. Fergus declared that he would rather die of thirst and ran away and told his brother that he had found told his brothers he had found nothing. Each of the brothers in turn went looking for water and each turned each in turn found that the well was guarded by the hag. Alil and Brian refused her. Fikra managed to bring himself to give her a peck on the cheek, and she was quite pleased with this. She told him that two of his descendants would one day be kings, but she wouldn't give him any water, and each one of the brothers reported that they found no water at all, and she told him that he was not allowed to tell them that he had had a drink of water either. At last, Niall went looking. And when he found the hag and she told him her price, he said, not only will I kiss you, I will lie down with you. And he took her in his arms and he laid her down on the grass. And lo and behold, she was transformed into the most beautiful woman with long, straight limbs, white, soft skin, golden hair and beautiful rosy lips. She told him that he was going to be the king and all of his descendants after him. She told him to take the water from the well and to bring it back to the brothers, but not let any of them have it until they swear to give him domain over them forever and to never challenge him. He took his time at the well before he came back to his brothers. By now they were dying of thirst, but Niall refused to give them a drop of water until they had given up their right over kingship and renounced their claim to be king, and they did so and they all traveled back to Tara together. When they got back, they hung up their weapons. Niall hung his weapon up at the hand span above theirs to show that he was first among them. And when they sat down, Niall sat at the head of the table. Iga and Mungthud came over to ask them how their hunting had gone, and Niall was the one who answered first. Now Mungfin stopped him and said it was not appropriate for him to answer when Brian was the, his elder and the one who should speak for them. And that's when the brothers told her that they had given Niall domain over them and he was the one who would be king. So all Mungfin's planning, scheming came to nothing and Niall became the king to ensure peace in his reign he conquered all the provinces of Ireland, Britain, and Scotland. And rather rule over these lands, he took a hostage from each province, nine in total, to ensure they would not cause any trouble. And all the king of Ireland's after that were the descendants of Niall, the nine hostages. Niall's death is to have taken place during the raid of the Roman Britain. His body is said to have been buried at Oaknan 
now known as Fawn Hill in Jordanstown, a few miles west of Naveen, Navin in the county meet. He was succeeded by his nephew, Nathai, Nathi. Um, the most amazing true thing about him is he is thought to have three million descendants worldwide today. A team of geneticists at the Trinity College in Dublin, led by Professor Dan Bradley, discovered that as many as three million worldwide may be descendants of the Irish warlord, especially if your surname is O'Neill, O'Connor, Flynn, Egan, Hines, O'Reilly, or Quinn, to name a few. Our next episode is going to be on Celtic society and what that was like before we move on to some folklore of Brian Baru and Grace O'Malley. Stay tuned. Goramahagat. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Incomparable History of Ireland. Please leave a review so that I can get better and better at providing these for you. And also, you can visit my Facebook page, Clonnagall, Delaware. Slana give. Goodbye, everyone. Godi on Haid Ur Ella. Until next time. <laughs>